Hey, hey, it's your girl, Rani Reed, and I am back for another epic podcast. So many of you may have noticed that I've kind of taken a break. It's been a while since I've done a podcast, but I am back and I'm here to share a pretty powerful topic with you. Um, and I feel like it's pretty fitting for everything that I've been going through lately. I've actually had a lot of you reach out to me saying, hey, I haven't heard a new podcast for a while. Are you still doing podcasts? To answer those questions, yes, I'm still doing podcasts. But honestly, if I'm being real with you guys, which is what I try to do, I've been in a funk. And I thought, what better topic to talk to you about than how to get out of a funk? I feel like funks are kind of one of those cliche topics where we hear it being passed around, but really, what is a funk? And I feel like the best way to describe a funk is when you're just not feeling like yourself. You're not on your A-game, shit's falling apart, and you're like, why can't I get it together? I feel like that's the biggest question for me when I'm going through a funk is I'm just constantly like, why? Why do I feel this way? Or why can't I just do this? Or why can't I just do that? Or why do I feel blah, 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 like all these lists of reasons. I just am asking myself why constantly. And so as I've sat here and, you know, thought about what I wanted to talk about, I've thought back to all the different funks that I've ever gone through in my life for as long as I can remember. And let me tell you, I've gone through a lot. I've had funks that have lasted a day or a couple hours. I've also had funks that have lasted a few years. And let me tell you this, the funks that last a few months or longer, those are the ones that seem to be the hardest to get out of. And so I decided to make a list. This is something that I don't normally do. A lot of the topics that I talk about, I just kind of share on a whim and speak whatever's on my mind, which I'm going to do the same with this, but I wanna have it a little bit more structured because I feel like there really are some key points that if you follow will really help get you out of those funks. So here are the seven things that I listed to getting out of a funk. I'm gonna list them off and then I'm gonna go through in detail a little bit more on each one and how you can apply it to whatever you're going through, whatever funk that you're in. Number one, allow yourself to feel whatever you are feeling. Two, stop attaching shame. There's nothing wrong with what you feel. It's simply just the way you feel. Three, ask yourself why you're feeling the way you feel. Four, find the lesson. There is always a lesson. Five, release that negative energy ASAP. Six, act. Getting out of a funk requires taking action. Seven, do the work even when you don't feel like doing the work. So let's break this down. Going back to number one, allow yourself to feel whatever you're feeling. This has been huge for me so often, and I feel like almost number two kind of ties into this, so maybe we'll tie the two together. So again, one, allow yourself to feel whatever you're feeling, and then two, stop attaching the shame. There's nothing wrong with what you're feeling, it's just simply the way you feel. I have spent so many countless, countless hours, countless days, months, whatever you wanna call it, attaching so much shame to what I feel. Um, if this sounds familiar to you, it's those things of like, oh, why do I feel this way? Or why can't I just do better? Why can't I do this? Um, we attach those feelings of shame and guilt and we say, you know, I shouldn't feel this way. That's a phrase that I found myself saying all the time. And I learned a powerful lesson through a mentor that I worked with about three or four years ago. And he finally said to me, Annie, there's nothing wrong with the way you feel. You may not want to live there, 
But however you're feeling in a moment or a day, it there's nothing wrong with it. It's just simply how you feel. So if you're feeling angry, if you're feeling depressed, if you're feeling down, if you're feeling happy, if you're feeling excited, whatever it is you're feeling good or bad, regardless, there's nothing wrong with that. It's simply just the way you're feeling. So the second you can learn to detach that guilt or that shame from how you feel and just simply say, okay, this is how I'm feeling. And by doing that, it allows you to actually address what's going on. So to recap on those two things, allowing yourself to feel whatever you're feeling, and then two, stop attaching the shame. There's nothing wrong with what you feel. It's just simply how you feel. Once you consciously acknowledge that and you realize, like, you know, you're in a funk. I think it's, it's kind of crazy to say, oh, I don't know what's going on. Like when you're in a funk, you know it, you can feel it. You can just, it's kind of that negative energy. You don't have the motivation. You're not inspired. You're not excited. You're just kind of blah. That's the best way I can describe a funk. Okay. So when you feel those things and you're feeling that way, just simply say, Like, this is honestly what I say. I'm like, cool, this is how I'm feeling. I'm feeling angry. And like, I vocalize it. I put it out there and I say, I'm feeling upset or I'm feeling discouraged. I'm feeling depressed. I'm feeling anxious or I'm feeling unmotivated. Whatever it is that you're feeling, put it out there and acknowledge what you're feeling and don't attach shame to it. Just simply state, this is how I'm feeling. Going to number three, then you're going to ask yourself, why you're feeling this way. So I say, I'm feeling angry or I'm feeling depressed or I'm feeling unmotivated. And then why do I feel this way? Now, the number three of asking yourself why you're feeling this way, this can be a tricky one. And the reason it can be tricky is because when you ask yourself this question, immediately your guard can go up and you start to go into excuse mode. And what I like to better call the blame game, where you look at all the external forces and you start pointing the finger. Well, I feel depressed because so-and-so did this, or I don't feel motivated because this happened, or I, whatever the thing is, and you start kind of pointing the fingers or placing blame. And so you have to be careful with number three when you're asking yourself why. The only way that this will work, number three, of asking yourself why you're feeling the way that you feel is if you can be radically honest. And I'm here to tell you, sometimes it's pretty damn hard to be radically honest with yourself because when you choose to be radically honest, it allows a lot of those feelings of pain, a lot of those feelings of guilt to kind of creep back in. But I can tell you this, when you hold yourself accountable and when you're honest and you can just simply say, this is why I'm feeling the way that I feel and own it, there's a sense of freedom that will come with it and it allows you to move forward and get out of the funk. So Again, ask yourself why you're feeling the way that you feel. And so now that you've allowed yourself to feel whatever you're feeling and you've stopped attaching that shame and just recognizing that there's nothing wrong with it, it's just simply the way you're feeling, you've asked yourself why you're feeling the way that you feel, now you get to come to number four, which is finding the lesson. Because my friend, there is always a lesson. There is a lesson to be learned in our successes and there is a lesson to be learned in our pains. If I had to say, I would say that number four is probably the most important because once you can find the lesson and learn the lesson, it really just takes you to that next level of being able to get out of this shitty funk that you're stuck in. The lessons are so important. The lessons are what give you that insight. The lessons that you can learn are what give you those aha moments that allow you to say, okay, this is why I'm feeling this way. 
This is the lesson. And this is why I needed to feel this way so that I could learn the lesson. Because I truly believe that we go through so much of the shit that we go through simply to help other people. And so that may be the lesson of itself. If you're wanting to inspire people, which is what I'm doing with my business, with my, you know, helping people um, use their social media to grow their business, uh, speaking about my weight loss surgery and empowering women to get healthy for themselves. I, I want to empower women. I want to connect with them and to relate with them. And so I know that a lot of the things that I experience, the emotions, the feelings, the setbacks, I go through those so that I can understand what other people are feeling. I go through those things so that I can relate and I can help bring people out of that same spot that I may have been in, you know, just a short time ago. And so there's always a lesson. You may have to dig deep, but ask yourself, what's the lesson? What can I learn from the way that I'm feeling? What can I learn from going through this funk? Or what am I realizing about myself? What can I inspire people to do? What can I take from this? What can I take from this funk? What can I take from this pain? And what can I use from it to inspire others and to inspire myself? And so once you've found the lesson and you're working through the lesson, then the next thing you do is you release that negative energy. So all that funk, all that shit, all that, oh, like, why am I feeling this way? You have to release that, let it go and put it out. Now, this is where for me, a lot of positive affirmations come in. When I'm feeling in a funk and I've, you know, allowed myself to feel that way, I've stopped attaching the shame, I'm asking myself why I'm feeling that way, I'm finding the lesson, then I simply, I release it and I say, I am powerful, I am choosing to step outside. And by stepping outside, I'm just choosing to step outside of the funk. Like I'm choosing to leave that energy and leave that space. And so I do a lot of positive affirmations. I, I want, I always say like, like energy attracts like energy. So whatever energy you're putting out there, you're going to get back that exact same energy. So release the negative energy and start breathing and speaking positivity into your life. Um, something else that I do is I'll turn on some good music. I will, um, you know, go and, you know, hang out with a friend or surround myself with someone positive, watch a little motivational clip, anything that I can do, or, you know, my positive affirmations, anything to get you in a positive space around positive energy and positive mindsets. And once you've released it, then you have to act. This is so important. So number six, act. Getting out of a funk requires taking action. It's just simply the truth. I see so often and I, and I hear so often and, and I'm saying this because I used to be there, like this was my mindset, you know, four or five years ago, I would sit and get in these funks for months at a time. I'm talking months, like years, like such long periods of funks and it was miserable and it brought me down. And the longer you stay in a funk and the longer you continue to let yourself stay in a funk, the harder it is to get out. And so that's why number six is so important as well. It's acting, it's getting, you know, out of a funk. Um, it requires you taking that action. And so what do I mean by taking action? I mean, getting up off your butt, getting up, doing something, making a plan, making that effort to get out of the house, making that effort to move, like get up off the bed, get up off the couch, get out of your house, go do something. It doesn't even have to be related to your goals, but get moving, like move, get out of the house, do something, anything. I can't stress this enough. And the hardest part about taking action, okay? The hardest part is you're not gonna feel like you want to. You're gonna feel comfortable just sitting on the couch or you're gonna be like, oh, I can do it tomorrow. You're gonna push it off and push it off. But I'm telling you this, okay? So number six was acting. Number seven, do the work. 
even when you don't feel like doing the work. I can promise you this, that number six of that taking action, you're not going to want to do. But if you do number seven, which is doing the work, even when you don't feel like doing the work, I promise you, you will watch your life transform instantly. This is the single thing to any area, any aspect of my life, whether it be business or my relationships or whatever it may be, okay? Doing the work, even when I don't feel like doing the work. So what this means, you may have heard me talk about this in previous podcasts or on my social media accounts, but it's doing the work that's required even when you don't want to do the work. So it's going to the gym when you don't feel like going to the gym, but what you want is to have a good body. What you want is to be healthy. What you want is to feel good and hit your fitness goals. So you know that if you want to get to those goals, you've got to go to the gym, but you're not going to feel like going to the gym every day. You're not going to feel like eating healthy every day. So it's doing the work, even when you don't feel like doing the work. I promise you that regardless of what you're going through, if you'll do that one thing, that number seven, that doing the work, even when you don't feel like doing the work, and I know I'm repeating it a lot because I feel like a lot of people just don't get this concept. I didn't for a really long time, but if you do it, whether it's within your business, within your weight loss goals, within your marriage, whatever, you know, relationships you have, whatever it is, if you'll do the work, even when you don't feel like doing it, that will get you out of your funk quicker than anything that I've listed. So now that I've said all those things, I totally understand that it sounds easier said than done. I get it, but realistically it's not. And so I want to share just a real life example from my life so that you can relate. And as I'm sharing this, think about how it can apply to you, but I'm going to walk you through literally what I did to getting out of my funk to be making this podcast for you right now. So it was about two weeks ago. Um, I realized that I've just kind of been in this funk and I didn't know why. And I went back to kind of the old me where I was like, gosh, like, why am I feeling this way? I've got so much going on. Things have been going great. I'm doing the work. Why am I feeling this way? And so I instantly was like, okay, Annie, like cut your shit. Just stop attaching the shame. It's just simply how you're feeling. So now that we know this is just how you're feeling, let's address it. Why am I feeling this way? And this one took me a minute because I felt like there could be a lot of reasons of, as far as why I was feeling in a funk. But when I really thought about it and sat down, what it boiled down to is that I was stretching myself way too damn thin. And honestly, it's a little hard for me to say that out loud because I do pride myself on being able to do a lot. I do pride myself on being able to go that extra mile or push myself harder to get the things that I want. But again, like we talked about, when you're asking yourself why you're feeling that way, you've got to be honest. And the truth was, I wasn't giving my family the time and attention that they deserved. My kids were driving me crazy because I was focused so much on work. I didn't have that balance and I had worked so hard in previous months to create that balance, but I let it slip away from me. I let that kind of scale move and my business and work went up higher and my family began to get lower. I started, you know, being on my phone more when I was with my husband and kids. I started, you know, hey, I'll be there in a minute or give me a minute. The classic things that if you're a work from home mom, or even if you're just a parent in general, you're with your kids all day. Sometimes you just get in that kind of routine of like not now or in a minute and you're not really present you're not paying attention. And I know that about myself. And the reason I know that about myself is because I've gone through this before. I go through these steps of asking myself why and saying, okay, how can I get out of it? Or why am I feeling this way? And so it's so important to be honest with yourself. So once I recognized that it was because I wasn't being present, I wasn't being present with the people that matter most. I wasn't being present with my why, which is my kids and my husband. 
they're why I do what I do. So now that I knew that that's what I was feeling and that's why I was feeling that way, I found the lesson. And as I asked myself, okay, what's the lesson in this? The lesson for me is to remember that I'm only powerful when I'm balanced. I can only affect others when my cup is full. I can't give something that I don't have. So if I don't have peace, if I don't have confidence, if I don't have that balance, if I don't have that come to Jesus moment with myself and say, okay, you got to slow your shit down. You can't give that which you don't have. And so that was my lesson for me. The lesson was slow down and you'll be able to accomplish everything you're wanting to accomplish. Slow down and you'll be able to give more. It might not feel like it and it might feel like it's skewed. Like, no, you need to invest, you know, more time in your business to do those things. But if I don't feel like my cup is full, if I don't feel like I have taken care of myself and I have relaxed and I have, you know, taken care of myself mentally, physically, emotionally, I can't give to other people that I'm wanting to help encourage and inspire. And that includes my family. And so this was a lesson that I literally just yearned yesterday. And once I recognized it, once I learned it, I released that energy. And then guess what I did? I acted. I acted and I did the work even when I didn't feel like doing the work. And I had this inspiration come to me that this is what my next podcast needed to be about was getting out of a funk. Because I'll tell you this, being in my funk, I didn't have the time or energy to do another podcast. I didn't want to do another podcast. I was so burnt out from it. So last night, as I sat down writing up my notes of what I wanted to do and talk about on this podcast, I didn't really feel like it, but I did the work even though I didn't feel like it because I knew it was necessary. And so this is a really basic example, but I want you to see just as this podcast, just as I am here telling you how to get out of a funk, I'm out of that funk and it took a while. It took a few days. But I'm telling you that if you'll do this regularly, you'll go through these steps. I promise you it will get easier and easier to get out of those funks that come your way. So whether you're in a funk with your business, whether you're in a funk with your marriage, your body, the goals you've set for yourself, or you're just in a funk in general, maybe you're experiencing depression or anxiety or whatever it is, there's always a way to get out of a funk. But I'm going to be bold to say that it requires you taking action. You can acknowledge and recognize that you're in a funk, but if you don't allow yourself to feel it, if you don't stop attaching shame, if you don't ask yourself why you're feeling that way or find the lesson, if you don't release that negative energy and then act and do the work, even when you don't feel like doing the work, I'm here to tell you, my friend, you will never escape the funk. So the question is, if you're going through a funk now, what are you going to do to get out of it? The choice is yours, it always has been, and it always will be.